0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. Dice Dice, Get your merchandise today.
1: Welcome back, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat, drinker of blood, keeper of the Chronicle, and all around the Spooky Dude. While Iris is away on her own side quest, the rest of the coterie are still recovering from their battle with the Inquisition. Ever tried to find a way to accept his life as a vampire. Ridley got some magic vampire medication and planned to take out the orphans. And Harvey got a job working animal control. Can the Coterie find the targets they're looking
2: for before the orphans start looking for them? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. So having come to a an accord of a sort um, Ridley and Everett, um, you've set out, uh, with three main objectives. Uh, you want to check in with Sergeant McGregor to see kind of what the situation is with, uh, the police force from the Kindred side of things. Um, you want to see, uh, what the deal is with Billy Kincaid, given that she seemed to have some knowledge of, of Kindred activities and also shot Everett in the head and might be aware of that. Um, and finally, you're kind of, uh, ultimate objective is to scout out uh the orphan's base not unlike you did on episode three um of oh. this very show um to see kind of what the deal is uh ridley's getting a little bit uh a little bit hungry and is still kind of fucked up so he's looking to eat um but uh, more important
0: question tom i just realized because it's been a couple of days did chonky drop off my like silver stabby gloves yes. or am i still waiting on okay cool then i just have them with me great that was all i want to check
2: yep. love it Yep, yeah yeah Uh, I know you've been tracking those gloves for a time, so "So here you go, pal. Question,
3: but where are my vampire killers? (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's it's just like Ripley being like, "Okay, cool, yeah, this day is fine." But I know there are treats somewhere in the house, and like, Mm. I mean, not a big deal, but maybe now.
3: Yeah, random question, but who's a good girl? Can you confirm (laughs) that I'm a good girl, really
2: quick? (laughs) Honestly, I feel like that's just my therapist job in real life. I'm just like, can you (laughs) confirm not imposter, doing okay? You confirmed half. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, bye. <laughs> Here's some money. So, yes, you have your your stabby-stabby vampire killing Great. gloves. Um, and... Uh,
0: yeah, they're tucked under his coat. So, he's gone out still as, like, Dr. Ridley, if we were looking at the action figure.
2: So, no, wait, we mean, say tucked under your coat. And so he had him,
0: he had he had him make like a harness for them that sits at the small of his back so he can like have normal hands and then just like slide them on and be Freddy Krueger.
3: yeah cuz they're like stabbing implements, right? Are they on the knuckle of the fist or are they on so the fingertips? He's I can not remember now.
0: So it was like a literally like kind of a Freddy Krueger with shorter blades. The idea was he's got like knuckle dusters that are yeah. silver. And then he's got silver-like claws like Catwoman. So he can do okay. all of his grappling, but it'll do aggravated damage to vampires, where before oh, okay. he couldn't really do much to
3: vampires. He but just they're really not like knives at the no, end of your no, no, fingers. No, they're it's like, like a, a it's like a
0: Black Panther.
3: Uh, Caltron Caltron that is
0: the perfect metaphor. It's a, it's like a Black Panther gauntlet. So it's leather gloves, but they've got silver caps on got the it. fingers and silver punch palm business.
2: Got gotcha, it. gotcha. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm less incredulous. In my head, they were like the like Kratos gauntlets from like God of War 3 that are just massive golden <laughs> like vists. Just lion heads just Yeah, kind of. That's I, I don't know. Ridley was buying murder things from a yeah. weird artist. I was like, I imagine these being big and stupid. Uh those are much more manageable. Okay, cool. So um it's all of your back uh Jean from uh Gentleman Bastard style. Um, I also like that it, weirdly. It's like <laughs> it's like you're an extra in a te- like a cop show getting arrested. But it's so you can get murder, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. going out for murder. Uh, okay, fantastic. So yeah, you've got your gloves. You're dressed as as Doctor Ridley. <sighs> God's help us all. Uh, Everett, um, what are you wearing these days? You've just got a, a fresh version of your
3: your current outfit. Is that correct? yeah that was the case i'm trying to think if there was any reason for that to be sullied once I mean, again did i did get shot guy, get in the back in with a shotgun yes and yeah then so I, I blacked out and and he was everywhere. given that
2: this is um I, I believe based on our previous session which again was a hot second ago so i apologize if this is a minor continuity error but i feel like you came to an accord and it wasn't like we're gonna go do this right now it's like this is what we'll do next so i would fully buy it's been a day um I will take a rouse check from both of you, um, yeah. but uh, I will say that with the Silver Foxes, uh, Nay bear boys at your uh, at your command, um, they can bring you stuff now. They're kind of back right. in play as as Ridley's. Uh... What's the actual name of that skill, Ryan? Is it just having a, a gang?
0: Oh, it's um, I think it's it's called Allies. So right. I put. If we want to get really technical, I, I would put love three to. points into allies, which gave me a street gang. And then I put another three dots into reliability, which meant they'd show up whenever I called.
3: There you go. That's right. And they're, they're, they're quite capable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, they're, yeah, basically it was like, I want a biker gang and they show up when I call. Cause it, it, honestly, it's a really smart system in that you can buy biker gangs of your friends. It does not mean they show up when you call, <laughs> they just like you. So I sunk all my points into the bear boys. <laughs>
3: Uh, I rolled a zero, which is a 10. So I failed my rouse check.
0: I also failed.
3: (laughs) Oh, you boys are so
2: hungry. It's true. Um, Update my hunger here. Cool. Well, I mean, you're eventually going to go scope out some vampires, so you can probably get a snack for Everett
0: yeah ridley's yeah. just a very very hungry super injured burn victim
2: okay so everett i think then what we can say for you is um the bear boys drop off your kind of standard duster um outfit uh but i think it's like this is such a dumb specific metaphor but uh in uh the eaton center here in Toronto. Um, the Like, the Bay bought a bunch of, like, high fashion places and just ate them. Mm-hmm. So uh, Topshop, which is a brand that I think was in the States before it came up here, is, like, just, like, well-cut menswear. But it's all just, like, slightly – like, it just feels nicer and is, like, eight times the price. So I feel like that's what they bring you. It's just, like, you put on – everything is, like, softer. Like, there's there's, like, a silk weave in it or something. And it's just because they've got, like, legitimately good taste that they went and found you the things that they know you like to wear – but they bought them from where they would buy things. And now that they're kind of dealing with like upper middle class money, <laughs> um, they're they're well equipped for that. So um, uh, Rupert St. John uh brings you um, just a, a slightly fancier version of your, your outfits. I feel like it's vaguely uncomfortable because you're used to like a certain amount of, you know that that Walmart or like Mark's Work warehouse stiffness.
0: Yeah. yeah, the polyester to cotton shift can be a harsh mistake. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: But also, I mean, you're not kind to these clothes, so it's not like the hardy, rugged ones really survive any longer no. with you, so might as well be comfy, right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay, so, um, so... Yeah, long coat and a hat. Uh, did they get you the right hat?
3: I don't know. Should, Should we roll for it? Yeah, let's do it.
2: Um, Ryan, go ahead and roll me a an etiquette please. Okie dokie. Do they know oh, their that's, audience or are they shopping for themselves? That's two
0: successes. So I think they would get just the right hat forever. I think Chonky Excellent. is like fucked up about how things went really bad when the Bear Boys went to get stuff. So in, because of this die roll, he's been extra careful and like personally overseen that it's what would be wanted or
3: asked for. Then it's that, it's that Stetson with the little strap that goes around the cap part. Looks real sharp. Uh, Everett's a fan. Everett's like, this is a nice hat, fellas. (laughs) Thank you kindly.
0: (laughs) Ridley stands up, having strapped on combat boots over his khakis that he took from the dead SWAT guy, and he's like, oh yeah, we all look fucking great. (laughs)
2: Um, And uh, Rupert just says, well, yes, it's true. The uh, silver foxes are somewhat inclined to travel around with fancy fellows, so I'm glad you like it, Mister Everett. Uh, and, um, boss, you you make it work. <laughs> I'll take it. I think that's as good as
0: anyone's ever said about my clothes. So I'm I'm lightly touched, you know, in a good way.
2: Thanks, boss. Uh, I promise this is the level of service you can expect from the Silver Foxes. Now if you'll excuse me uh sorry, that's my uh my Rupert voice I'm working on it. Uh I uh this gotta fit in, you know, we got some like I don't know, the neighborhood watch is real intense, so I gotta gotta fit in as best I can. Now if you'll excuse me, gentlemen, I have a squash game to attend to. Ta ta Um and uh he uh taps his cane twice on the ground and uh, flips it up under his arm and walks out. You know, I don't want to say that forced change
0: is good, but I feel like it may have done good for the bear boys. They're fucking stepping it up, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah, they, see, uh, they seem to be coping pretty all right, all things considered. Well, if if there's one thing we know, it's that when something
0: appears to be going well, don't ask further questions, because inside there's a fucking demon or something. So why don't we go find this Sergeant McGregor?
3: Yeah, it works for me. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so...
2: um Everett uh Sergeant McGregor had left uh instructions. I think probably for like a, a safe place you guys could meet that isn't the fucking police station. Mm-hmm. Um so uh let's see where would he Oh, yeah, yeah. Um there is a cemetery um uh just a little bit north of, of Montreal where uh some of the uh, the war dead um from uh, World Wars 1 and 2 uh, are buried. and uh mcgregor asked you to meet at a a cenotaph there um what is that uh cenotaph is like a uh if if you can uh, there's actually a pretty prominent one in in port credit it's like a large uh stone monument um Hmm. usually uh in canada at least uh usually kind of vaguely marble looking with a little like circular bit at the top and a little cross on it there's one across from the arena um like a little parkette over there, but anyway, it's a um, generally just a yeah, like a. I don't know. That's always a war monument, but that's I the only context I've ever heard it used mm, okay. in. Is that cool. So.
0: Are they the things that sometimes they have like names carved in them the whole way? Yes, around yes, absolutely. Like so, yeah. so
2: it's like a, like uh, an obelisk without the pointy bit, with kind of a round bit at the top with names carved down usually commemorating um either a specific uh war or a specific conflict within a war so it could be vimy it could be whatever but yeah so he uh it the, he basically only suggests it a because of obviously his ties to uh his service in the war uh but b it's it's a nice obvious landmark it's not one of those like find me by the grave and you're like well fucking okay there's a lot so <laughs> not like the end of the good the bad and the ugly we're just running through with like beautiful music playing looking at every gravestone yeah um so yes uh he he once you you uh get a message to him uh he agrees to meet you there uh this evening so my question to the two of you is
3: how do you want to approach this meeting uh literally or or tactically because literally i'm assuming we hail like we get a an
2: Oh, yeah, Dinkeldorf Captain. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, I, I mean more tactically, well, like you roll up to yeah. you roll up to the graveyard. Um, you can see the cenotaph in the distance. Uh, an easy visual metaphor for this is uh the statue level of Goldeneye, where it's like you can see the thing you need to get to. <laughs> uh, there's an important meeting that's going to happen there. Um, but you also like don't actually know Sergeant McGregor that well. Um, I think last session Everett, you did mention to ridley that uh mcgregor's an anarch um so i don't know how that plays for you ridley i don't think you would necessarily have an inherent distrust of anarchs but also you've been kind of pro camera the whole time so mm-hmm.
0: yeah i think ridley well you know we can just have this conversation so i understand that this guys an anarch and technically you know we're on the camarilla side of things I don't really give a shit about that in private. It's just one of those things you got to do for the boss. So if he's useful, if he's friendly, that's great. Do you need me to fucking hide out nearby? Do you need me to be big and scary? Is this a good cop, bad cop, or a good cop, good cop, or a bad cop, bad cop? Like, What's the cop-to-cop ratio you're looking for out of me as your partner?
3: Well, I think it would be... I think it's going to maybe take a little bit of faith here, but I think it would set a good precedent if we came out in the open to meet this fella, Uh, established a level of trust, so to speak, in that way. Uh, And in the spirit of that, I should also let you know that I put him onto uh, the trail of one Jocelyn St. James thinking that they might be a good fit for causing some trouble for both inquisition and or rogue vampire elements now with jocelyn i don't think she'll be too happy to see me so i don't know if we're gonna see her tonight or not whether he's found her or not but
0: okay so if things go bad i got my fucking finger gloves. but otherwise you think he might be reasonable might be part of what i've come to think of as the white fanged line you know he's on the side of justice here so
3: yeah let's just go say hello you know he saved my life he gave me a ride uh I, I don't see any reason to kind of spring anything out them. We should be able I to do kind of. I literally have
0: allied to the death with people for so much less than that. So no, <laughs> this guy's great.
3: All right. And uh, I'll start walking, walking into the cemetery.
2: And um, maybe I'll just or, or getting
3: into the cab or wherever we are. No, right we're now. at the cemetery. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, we don't need to do a, a cab scene. Like, okay. all right. So you're sitting in the cab. Uh there's one of those video screens playing uh, information about Montreal, yeah. a lot of which is irrelevant because uh, a bunch of the city burned a few days ago. So like... The touch screen doesn't react to our undead hands. Of so just course stuck, not. are just stuck watching, watching the ad. same ad over and over and over again. Every time uh, I
0: get in one of these, I up, it's the cash cab and it never fucking is. I need the fucking money.
2: <laughs> Here at Papa John's, we believe in a bunch of stuff that's going to piss a lot of people off, but we also make... What can technically be described as pizza?
3: To Click to find
2: out more. Just, just here at Papa Nathan, John's, Nathan, how much down. do you get for having these fucking things in here? Because <laughs> I'll
0: pay you to take it out.
2: Uh, for the record, I'm imagining this isn't Nathan only because he's running a very big business now. So oh uh, fuck, you're
0: not even Nathan. What's your name?
2: Uh, my, 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 uh hi. Uh, uh, my name is uh uh Timmy Jones. People call me Little Timmy Jones. Um because uh a lot of people say I remind them of a gangly teenager named DJ Quails. Uh but I am a man and I own this cab. Also, well, that screen brings in uh about a hundred and nine ninety-five uh a month, so that's pretty good. I'm I'm a little tired of hearing uh uh Mr. Father John talk about his pizzas, though it's kind of been stuck on that one for a while. Uh, we used to have different ones, but that's the one now. Have you had that Father John's pizza? Is it good? I don't eat oh.
0: pizza. He says to his own deep satisfaction, remembering the movie Dracula.
2: <laughs> All right, uh, okay. One day I'll find someone. I don't feel like anyone's eating that in Canada, but I feel like they're advertising a lot. So uh, I, I'm sorry I can't turn it off. But if you want to pay for it, like it's hundred and nine ninety five a month, so like i don't know uh i don't know as the owner of the co-owner of the company you know
0: 109 is way better than i thought you were getting i figured this had to be like you know one of those youtube ads which is like i don't know you drive the whole night it's fucking spotify you get 35 cents and then i just eat shit the whole time
2: oh yeah no it's 109.95 uh which is pretty good it's usually more than i make driving actually i feel like i'm actually just like part of the ad machine
3: like in madman have you guys seen madman uh, uh t- timmy was it timmy oh uh, yeah little timmy jones little little timmy jones uh, the yeah. cemetery is just right over there if you want to just pull over we can help out right here oh
2: i mean uh, i don't really feel comfortable making an illegal turn like that so I, i'll just i'll just go up and hang a left and then we'll uh we'll get also so, like are you in a rush to get to the grave is there like a se- uh, it's pretty late for a funeral isn't it so i
0: mean timmy how much do you know about a clientele of Dove Cabs? i've got to ask
2: no, oh, I don't know. I just started working here, uh, last month. So, so far I've only made 199.95. Uh, but, uh, Mr. Dinkeldorf was saying that, like, we're independent now, which is kind of cool, I guess. But, uh, I don't know. It hasn't changed much for me just yet. Uh, clientele are people who need to go somewhere, but they don't necessarily have a vehicle or they're inebriated, so they can't drive their vehicles. So I, I picked them up. That's how, uh, t- uh, that's how cabs work,
3: sir. I, I don't know if you have cabs in-, in England, but that's how they work here. A quick sort of point of order here, uh, just because I can't get it out of my head. Does Little Timmy – sorry, last name? Jones. Jones. Little Timmy Jones. Jones. Little Timmy Jones. Does Little Timmy Jones look exactly like any kind of Rick Miranda's character from the 1980s? Uh, I mean, he can, actually. I didn't realize that's what I was doing, but yeah. Uh <laughs>
0: That will make it harder to kill him, that but just,
2: uh, <laughs> but okay, but it's it's Rick Moranis if he was stretched to DJ Quayle's proportions, so it's like okay. a tall, thin Rick Moranis, which is really unsettling to me. Oh, oh. Well, yeah, it's you know, I'm having a bunch of people you. over, Dana. Uh, if you want to come, we're gonna play part cheesy. It's uh, just a couple people from work, but oh, you're closing the door. Okay, well, yeah, guys,
0: the, the body is Doug Jones, but it's been ADR'd by Rick Moranis.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Doug Moranis. Um, okay,
0: yeah. Well, I'm. I'm glad you joined the cab company. You know, I, I think this is going to be an interesting position for you. Uh, yeah, you're going to learn some things. Just make sure you listen to Nathan and let's try to get your income up because I don't like that, you know, 60% of your earnings come from the video machine in the back of the cab.
2: Yeah, I mean, Uber's taking a real bite out of the taxi industry here. I gotta, oh, hang on. Sorry, I can't talk while I'm turning. It's dangerous. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Hi friends, it's Ryan here, and I am excited to
0: invite you to join the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon. It's a great way for you to help our team keep creating shows that you love, and it's a cool opportunity for you to get neat things too. At the $1 level, we have a Patreon-exclusive Discord, so you can chat with other listeners and our cast in spoiler and non-spoiler channels, so anyone can tag in. At the $5 level, we offer ad-free feeds for a bunch of our shows, so you won't have to hear us advertising our Patreon anymore. At $15, you get to submit names for NPCs, places and things that we have have to use in the shows, and we also have a tips, tricks, and traps video where you can submit questions that our GMs and DMs, myself and Tom, will answer for you. At at twenty-five dollars, you can create your own NPC to join one of our active shows and get a special thank you at the end of every episode we produce. We've got a bunch of tiers where you can join, so please head on over to Patreon.com slash dumb dice. That's D-U-M-B D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Patreon.com slash dumb dice Please help support us, and we'll keep new episodes coming. Dum-Dums and Dice would like to welcome you to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I am Inquisitor Caveat Ventus, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and I'm releasing my report on the Valentine Heresy. It's an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000s Dark Heresy RPG. Join Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine and Laura Elizabeth and Tyler Hewitt as hive-bred siblings Lyric and Alto as this unlikely trio try to save the Emperor from a cabal of mysterious enemies in a series created by Games Master Tom McGee. Can these unlikely heroes survive in a galaxy where there is only war? Find out in the first episode of Warhammer 40,000, The
3: Valentine Heresy. Available now.
2: Okay the light turns so we got to wait a second. Yeah, um I don't know. The Ubers and the the lifts have taken oh, a big man. bite out of our service here, but um you know, uh it's people like you who who give me faith that uh you know, you can still make a living. If you can't drive two two gentlemen uh well-dressed gentlemen to a, a graveyard in the middle of the night, then we really, what can you Oh, hang on the lights changing. Okay, yeah, so okay. we're turning around now. Uh listen, I'll drop you right off there at the front gate. Um I hope that's going to be okay. This is going to be a a $13 ride, but I understand from Mr. Dinkeldorf uh the, you gentlemen ride for free so that's pretty great but if you everett's feel out, like tipping Everett's out of the cab. okay uh all right well you have you have a dinkledorphy day Rid- that's something i'm trying
0: ridley will just drop a 20 in the cab kind of disgustedly uh and also climb out and he's like i'm gonna call fucking nathan <laughs> <laughs> like over everett's shoulder there's just ridley on the <laughs> cell phone as they walk in the grave being like who the fuck are you hiring these people don't even know we're fucking vampire if you tell him he's gonna die somebody's gonna fucking eat him you need to just let's use mr front and if somebody needs to tell the cops about a company send him that guy because i will fucking I, if i was a cop i bail on an investigation i would be like <laughs> i don't know let him sell heroin to school kids i can't fucking talk to this guy
2: um mr beef i i understand uh and i'll, I'll definitely speak uh to uh mr little timmy jones and uh, that's I honestly no. I
0: don't know if talking to is going to help. I just wanted to well, let Well, look, know, it, yeah, no,
2: like. I I understand. I appreciate that. Um we lost 50% of our cabs and drivers uh oh, fuck. during okay. the purge, so he's and this truly pains me as a lifelong cabman. He is currently one of our best drivers. Uh he actually has a spotless record. Um he he seems to be a very careful driver. So I'll get uh I'll, yeah, I'll 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 see what I can do, but in the meantime Honestly, he's kind of your best bet right now. Also, the man is just fucking like wet, shredded wheat. No cop's going to look twice at him. So he's kind of the best cover I've got for you. But of course, whatever All you right. need.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Don't don't even bother talking to him then. You know what? If he's good, he's good. He's what we've got. Uh, oh, shit. All right. So I'm just going to make a note. Just put a pin in this for you and I. I'm trying to move into some businesses. If I can get some money beyond me, I'll make a move with this city council and I'll see what we can do about shutting down this Uber Lyft shit. I don't like the business model. I don't like what they do to independent contractors. I don't like how they fuck over their drivers. Let's just bury them, you know? Moment I can get some fucking money, we'll do some fucking bribes, clean up all this shit.
2: I mean, that sounds great. I mean, look, if you want, I just approved the uh, the union bid here for Dinkeldorf. So, I mean, if we can spread that to some of the other drivers in town, maybe that could help.
0: Oh fucking a! Yeah, let's get on that. Fucking whoever wants to come with us, full union. We'll sort I mean, this shit out. It is
2: going to cost us some money, sir. I hope that's all right. We we installed some some ad screens. I'm hoping that kind of offsets it. I mean, as you've noticed, I'm not taking money out. This is about building up
0: a brand, you yeah, know, right. building up a solid company. So focus on you know keeping the earnings up. Let's get some new boys in, and let's uh, shut down these fucking tech companies. I don't like them. I don't like him because I can't read the fucking apps. <laughs> he says and he just hangs up the phone and puts it in his pocket. Uh, <laughs> what are no fucking disability features on any of these fucking apps? He says just to himself as he stomps through the graveyard behind Everett.
2: He's not wrong. Um, so, uh, yeah, you make your way deeper into the graveyard and uh, eventually you, you see the uh, the telltale glow of uh, of a cigar Um I think both of you, again, recognize, as uh, Everett, you did before, that this is one of those weird, like, Irish drinking bourbon things where it's like, it doesn't make any fucking sense, but it's it's what what he does. Um, and sure enough, uh, you see Sergeant McGregor, he is not wearing um, his uh, sort of standard flashy gear. He is instead uh, just wearing a, a pair of black jeans and kind of one of those um, uh, sort of thick corded sweaters um, that uh, are a hella cozy um, but, uh, it looks ancient like this thing, it, it, it's worn well, but it just has that look of it that he's probably had it since World War II. Um, and he's, um, uh, smoking a cigar and you notice that he is, uh, twiddling an arrow, um, between his, his fingers. And, um, as, uh, you approach, uh, he just kind of clamps the cigar between his, uh, his teeth.
3: And says, uh Everett Fry. It's good to see you, lad. Oh, good to see you too, uh Sergeant McGregor. Who's your friend? This here's uh Ridley Beef. He's Ridley Beef.
0: It's a hell of a name you got. Well, you know, you get the names you pay for. Nice to meet you. Uh I mean, right now I'm dressed like a doctor, but I feel like Dr. Beef sounds like I'm in the poll now. So nice to meet you. And it's like extend his hand to shake kind of thing. Uh,
2: McGregor will like, he'll give you one of those grins that's kind of like a grinning in spite of yourself grin. Um, and uh, he's like, honestly, I understand. When I found out there was a sock brand called McGregor, I ate shit for a good month. This country fucking blows some days. Good to meet you. And he uh, grabs your hand and uh, shakes it heartily.
0: Yeah, yeah. I fucking like this guy. This is going to be good. This is a nice, meaningful friendship start in here. So I'll let you two boys check because we're wondering about that fucking cop who shot him in the head.
2: Um, and uh, McGregor kind of like grits his teeth um, a little bit and uh, looks, uh, looks to you, um, Everett, and he says, uh, I... About that, Everett, you mentioned you knew Billy. How well did you know her?
3: In a professional capacity, as professional as we could be. Uh, she put me on to a couple of leads on a case, and I helped her out on a couple of cases. She was good at that. Uh, and he takes like a, a solid drag of
2: the uh, the cigar, and you see him wince as he does it. Um, he's clearly doing what you guys have to do and rolling like a fortitude check every time <laughs> he uh, uh, takes a puff um, and just kind of uh, see the, the smoke kind of wisp out of his uh, nostrils and between his teeth and he just says um, Billy's in a uh, ah shite I don't know how to sugarcoat this for you she's in a coma She'll what there was a different kind of kindred outside the
1: bar. Flipped the car on her. It was crazy. Never seen anything like it.
2: What do you oh. mean different kind? Elongated limbs. Just fucking flipped the car like it was nothing. Was it a woman? Um, and he kind of shrugs. He's like, laddie, I didn't look up
3: her fucking skirt. The fuck would I know? I just thought maybe I'd seen talking, or heard something similar you're talking
0: like a giant you know black oil mouth slender man fucking blades for hands
2: psychopath thing uh and he just kind of like points the cigar at you through uh pinched fingers and uh just nods Says, yeah i'm, I'm to tell you the truth i'm thinking it's that fucking drac i'm thinking it's maybe giving people things they shouldn't have some at least
0: yeah well i mean i don't want to go sharing around trade secrets but i'll tell you this you're fucking right drake's a train wreck and is the cause of fucking frenzies and demons and a whole pile of shit
3: seems to affect all kinds of people differently
2: did you find justin saint james uh and he um flips the bolt around and kind of like uh tosses it to you and says uh i i found her she was fucking pissed
0: yeah i can i can understand that uh so how's she feeling now because she escaped from the trunk of a car i was hoping to have a chat with her and be like so now you get to make a decision you live as a vampire and try to do the right thing you can jump into the sun but then she got out of the trunk of the car and we couldn't have a fucking chat so she sort of you know lead us out there and technically he's responsible he's a dad now He's a vampire
2: and he uh he kind of like leans down and pulls out a um, uh, just a small um, like uh, almost um, like an overnight bag, Um, not one with wheels or anything, just kind of a small like gym bag type thing. Uh, He opens it and he just shakes out a bunch of skulls with elongated teeth. Uh, And then he just kind of nods at them and he says, uh, Anarch and uh, Camarilla both. Your work or hers. Hers, Laddie. Her crusade didn't die with her humanity. If anything, it got more vicious. And how did you come across these skulls?
0: I'm just I'm just gonna take a walk. Better for me not to know about what's going on with the crusade that I'm definitely gonna have to lie about later. So cool, she's out there and she's killing anarchs. I've learned my lesson. I'm going to go sing a song. And you just hear him singing like a, you know, sea shanty. Someone played him on TikTok from like he overheard a student in the fucking hallways (laughs) at the hospital. And he's just going to walk away so they can talk about this. Because I think Ridley is smart enough to know that he's like not going to be able to hold up under a kindred interrogation because he forgets facts all the time. So easier for him to be a little bit blank and for Everett to give him stuff on a need to know.
1: Interesting company you keep there,
3: Mr. Fry. Yeah, well, he's a he's a regular duffel bag of skulls himself.
2: <laughs> well, your uh, Miss Saint James has been making quick work of kindred here in town. Luckily, most of it was covered by the uh, the purge, the Inquisition. But uh, yeah. these are a uh, new couple of these lads. W- weren't bad, weren't good, but weren't bad. Well, um. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh say, Not your uh, fault, Laddie. She'd have done it as long as she was drawing breath.
3: Well, actually that You know what I mean. That that sounds right. Yeah. How uh again, how did you come to be in possession of this? he like pulls down his shirt a bit and
2: you can see there's like a bunch of non healed arrow wounds. Uh he uh, says uh tractor for uh for a little bit of time during the power she realized there wasn't much I could do. So, no, uh, no truce there then, is there? Well, uh, she didn't kill me, so there's that at least. Could she have? Oh, I. She had plenty of opportunity. Well, shot me. <laughs> so. He kind of like laughs a little bit. He's like, "Listen, laddie, I've been shot a bunch of places, and uh, you can always tell when someone's aiming
3: not to kill." Right. I see. Look, sorry, that was uh an unexpected turn in the conversation. What what's going on with Officer Kincaid? Is she gonna be alright? Is she gonna what, what what's the doctor saying?
2: Um he uh he kind of scratches uh at his at his head a little bit. Um it's it's almost a sense of bashfulness and he's like uh I uh Got to admit something to you, I, uh, after bailing you out, uh, I couldn't exactly go back, so I've, uh, seen what I can, and, uh, all I know is that she's in a coma. I, uh, don't think I'll be putting back on the blues, if you understand my meaning. I think it's, uh, not the first time I've had to pick a new identity, but,
3: uh, my time is a cop. It's done well that kind of puts a kibosh on our plan to put the cops onto onto a case
0: Oi, are you guys done talking about the person i can't know anymore about
3: big eye rule <laughs> yeah ridley come on out
0: okay so what what the fuck's going on with like
3: i don't know the cop and the shit i'm here about billy Kincaid's in a coma and officer McGregor over here ain't an officer no more, so kind of losing our inroads with the police. Well, I mean, Coma, is he dead? Why don't we go,
0: you know, help her wake up?
3: Well, the last human we tried to kind of oil the wheels on, so to speak, medically, wound up getting some kind of vampire, or, excuse me, wound up getting some kind of werewolf cocktail put in her as well. Sure, it helped her heal up, but now she's... She's a whole other thing. I Muggera mean, not- is
2: like, uh, sorry there, laddie. The fuck are you talking about? That's sort of a Hanging out type. with the fucking mangy werewolves. Oh, no, fuck, we're I don't know what the hanging. shit that accent was, but that's as close as we're getting.
3: We're not hanging out. It was supposed to be.
0: Uh I'd say it is the deal. We know a werewolf who's a good werewolf. It's not meaning we're hanging out with all the werewolves. You know, we're hanging out with you. You're an anarch. doesn't mean we hang out with all the anarchs. It comes down to we hang out with the good ones in a team. But what, that was fucking so weird blood magic bullshit from the woods. One thing I've learned over that, like, plane flight I had where I learned a little bit about vampirism is we could just get for some of our fucking blood. Wouldn't turn her into a vampire, but people could use it, to, you know, get stronger, real faster, all that kind of shit.
3: Vampire blood brings people out of comas? Well, it fucking helps some ill. Because it helps
0: us heal. It kind of gives them some of the principles. They can get addicted if you do it often, you know, a couple of times. But we're talking a one-off, save a life from someone who got blown up by, I don't know, some confused demon person who may not have fucking meant it.
2: And uh, McGregor kind of um, uh, shakes his head and he's like, uh, what what your friend here says is true, but if their brain dead... It's not a whole hell of a lot you can do. Well, what if we turn them? Is that hold on, has the brain death been confirmed? Do you I know don't that? Know. I haven't been able to go back. All right. Well, I'm a doctor, so
0: we can clearly <laughs> go in there and find out what's going on. But what if someone's brain dead but you turn them into a vampire, does that mean their brain kicks back in, or does that mean they're all the way out and then you just got a vampire body, you gotta fucking feed it's empty?
2: Uh, a tabula
0: rasa scenario.
2: He shrugs uh and he's like uh that i'll tell you this uh billy kincaid wouldn't no now he's just irish um well you know he's trying uh, billy kincaid wouldn't want to come back as a vampire so best you consider that right so you can still do
3: it i won't stop you i'd like to have my friend back but i've had my fill of that kind of exchange thank you very much Sounds like we need to visit the hospital there, really, at least to see whether she can come back from this.
0: Yeah, I'd like to know how much, you know, we need to blame ourselves for this shit and how bad everyone, you know, should feel. And I hope it's not at all. And she'll do great and go back and, you know, become the chief of police and shit. So let's go find out what we need to do.
3: Yeah. You know, McGregor, we've got a couple uh, friends in the uh, healthcare business. Do you know what hospital
2: she's at? Uh, and uh, he gives you a name. It it's not one of DeSantis's, but it is one that is serviced by his company. He's he's trying to expand his empire, so he doesn't own all the hospitals, but he definitely does supply a lot of them. Supply.
3: Okay, that's something. Um I'll uh I'll I'll say uh Thanks so much for coming out here to meet us. What? What's uh what's next for you, McGregor?
2: So um he just kind of looks at the uh the end of his cigar and just uh like um, stubs it against a name on uh, the cenotaph. Um, that if uh, Tyler, you're you're the one directly talking to him. Can you roll me a resolve and awareness, please?
3: And awareness is another three. Yeah. Um it has been so long i can't remember if over or under 5 is the success
0: over 5 it's 6 plus is success 5 and less is fail
3: right okay i think i fucked up on my hunger roll than my whatever one <laughs> Too two, late now three. you're so oh,
0: hungry yeah. you don't care what the number yeah. was no
3: for sure uh three successes um you
2: just see the edge of um uh the the word gregor um carved Uh, Into the center, and he just kind of ashes his cigar against it. That's cool. uh, Laddie, if there's a a piece of advice, shit, Irish again, ah, there's a piece of advice I could give you. It's uh, don't worry about regrets. You can't have them, not when you're like us. So, you want to try and save our friend Billy? Great, do it. But don't live in regret about it. Life ain't too short. It's too long. Um, and then uh, he kind of pats you on the shoulder. And I think he, he gives you like a, a cell phone number you can reach him at. Um, and uh, you get the sense that he's not trying to actively avoid your question. He likely just doesn't know. Like there's a real sense of like... Um, you know the the Ronin at the end of any samurai movie, or like the you know the cowboy who came to town and cleared it out. Now doesn't really know what to do, um, but he uh, he like, repacks the skulls and <laughs> just stoops um, down and picks each one up one yep, at a time. Yep, um, <laughs> and uh, just kind of nods nods at you and um, says, uh, "I really hope you do save Billy." I think I'll uh, we'll keep on jostling. See if perhaps we can come to an accord.
3: Uh, I think that might be good for the both of you. If you can make it happen, I understand it won't be easy, but appreciate the effort.
2: Uh, he smiles, uh, just says, uh, as long as there's no follow-up questions, effort's my middle name, um, and
3: then he just gives you a little wave and, uh, fucks off into the graveyard. Uh, I'll kind of just call out after him, uh, I don't know if you said it before and it's why she shot you, but just again, tell Jocelyn I'm sorry.
2: Um, And uh, he just leans back over her shoulder and says, uh, you got to stop doing that, laddie. No regrets. It's the only way to unlive. And then he uh, wanders off into the night.
3: No regrets. All right. Sounds like we got to get to the hospital. You up for another ride?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, so if I've it's got with some, little Timmy Jones. I was going to say, good news, bad news. Uh, we don't have to pay for the cab, which is the good news. Uh, and the bad news is we've got little Timmy Jones assigned to us on an ongoing basis because he's their cleanest driver. So I hope you learn to like him because I'm going to fucking have to. Also, I don't know if you've heard TikTok, TikTok fucking shanties, but the problem is they're 20 seconds long, so you're just going to sing the same fucking loop over and over again. Why don't people just listen to the old fucking song on YouTube? Fuck.
2: And with that, you pile into the cab and head off in search of the fate of Billy Kincaid. This episode
1: of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan Laplant at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt, at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Megan Miles, at Meggie Miles on Twitter, and storyteller Tom McGee, at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's logos are by Decapitated Markers, at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now, by Chase Allen Willis, and Traffic by Kyle. Angle And all our ads use the tracks No Control in Chiefs by Jazzar, that's J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We've also got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon of Darkness at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well,
0: children of the night. Ah, ah, Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Menicola, Long Long, the Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noelle Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Nesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Fire Unfriendly, Logan and Jillen Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our patreon too at patreoncom slash dice. Thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you.